This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw Talk Show. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? This is Tara. This is Pedro. And this is the Goddess Real and Raw podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. We just want to say thank you all for joining us today. That's right. As we're going to um, go right into it almost. Yeah, you we wanna, are. You want to just do your thing? Well, well, happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. <laughs> yes, happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you all had a good weekend. Yeah. Had a good Sabbath. That's right. Quiet one. Mm-hmm. And we have yeah. something special for you today. We have a special guest. Her name is Miss Candice Andrews. She is from Trinidad. She's a lovely person. I met her when we had, we started this group called an Encounter. And it's for women, women only, to come in and talk and connect. And we'd be on Zoom. And we have, we've been had a couple of, um, um, what you know, meetings already. Shows. And what well, meetings, because they on Zoom. And a lot of people have showed up. God has really blessed it. And we got to get back into it again. We've been doing so many other things. But um, when I met Miss Candace Andrews, I actually probably met her before then when we was doing revivals and different things together. I can't put it all in my head. God interest. God interest. Yes. It's so much we've been doing. And I haven't <laughs> physically met Miss Candace yet. But the day is coming. And then the fact that my husband has met her before me, I'm jealous. Whatever. Get over it. But either way. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Candace is a sweet person. You get a chance to talk to her or meet her. And when you do, comment below and put, you know, say hi to Miss Candace. What you want to say? I want to say because you didn't, she's been talking this past uh, All week right, say on that. Adventist Radio London from mm-hmm. 5 to 7 doing end of days um, seminar or end of days um, series. series. Mm-hmm. So you can go back on Adventist Radio London and you can look up. Um, that on the podcast, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're gonna put it on the podcast, and you can listen to a preach. Um, dynamic speaker, really loves the Lord. Yes, and um, really it shows when she speaks. Definitely. So please go back and listen to those programs. Mm-hmm. And she's also been preaching. I think she was in North Wimberley last weekend. Yes, and it was dynamic. And this weekend, she has is going to be a new has been a new life this past Saturday. Right. She was a new life. Mm-hmm. So um, dynamic speaker and. We just want to go right into the program and get on. Welcome her in. And welcome her in. All right. Hi, Miss Candice. Hi. Candace. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm just over here. Um, virtually backstage, just blushing. Cause every time y'all talk, I mean, it's just it's just so amazing seeing you all, hearing you all and Happy to be finally on your podcast and not just the um, audience member typing in questions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it feels good. I'm good. I'm really good. Um, it's been quite a roller coaster. Yeah. But uh, I welcome it and I embrace it and I, I thank God for the experience thus far. Definitely. Cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and, go ahead. and I finally got to meet you. Yes, right. um, oh gosh, that was a nice time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I, I, for those, my son was visiting for the last two weeks, mm-hmm. so um, I had to take him back to Gaffrick. He got the wrong airport. Next time it's gotta be Heathrow. He got Gaffrick is Heathrow so now. far down. Oh my, my goodness. goodness. Anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back to it. So I had the lovely chance of meeting Candace um, mm-hmm. that that evening before we took him um, back to the airport, 
And um, I must say, she's the same way in person as she is over the over the Zoom and over the <laughs> over the airways and everything else. Wow, probably a little bit more, you know, a little bit more eccentric in yeah. a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. My my son had nothing but high praise for you. Wow, he was really impressed by you. He really he really enjoyed your come. He was like, you're really um, and he just met you. He was like, she's really a nice person. But he said, you know, growing up in New York, we 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 were around nothing but island folks, so Trini, Jamaican. Right. Guyanese, Haitian. And he, he was like, you're one of those um trinies that when you meet them, they just have this um just connect. Yeah, you just have like this she you just have this spirit about you that's mm-hmm. just so inviting mm-hmm. and so lovable and so likable. Like, you know, you have those you have you meet some island folks and they're just so as soon as you meet them, you know what I mean? They as soon as you meet them, you just know that they're good people. Right. You can just tell by the way they act, the way they enter. Because he's he's of the mindset of like when he meets new people, how's it going to be? Right. Are they going to like? Gonna, me? Am I? Are they going to like me? Am mm-hmm. I going to get along with them? You mm-hmm. know, he's like that. And so when he met you, and you and he said you guys just clicked right away. He was like, oh, she's good people. Yeah. Because he's like, you, you just walked up and started talking to him, and he was like, oh, okay, well, she's, you know, she's 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 real nice. Like she's cool. So. <laughs> Which is which is a good yeah. thing. A lot of people you meet, you have like this feeling, this awkwardness, you know, yeah. and it's like, mm, should I talk? Should I not talk? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. But when you can have that type of vibe with someone, I can't wait to meet you then. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was impressive too because, you know, not much um, young men, his age is, you know, respectable and they, um, yeah. even though speaking their mind, they're very respectable about it. And, um, did I say respectable? Respectful. I don't know where that will come from, but <laughs> respectful. And I mean, his dad is a cool guy. I mean, Pedro could be an intimidating guy if you just look at him. It's like, you know, he's strong. Right. You know, right. He, he's solid. And um, <laughs> But it was nice just being in a space where you could just chill yeah. and not have to feel like you're under pressure. Or yeah. um, something, it, you're going to be under a radar or something like that. So it was yeah. really nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool, awesome. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, he, he actually did something that impressed her. I forgot What's what, that? what did he do? I, I can't remember. Was it that he asked for water for you or for he did something that you was like oh, no. um so I, I placed an order for something extra, right? right. right. And I think um, that night was really busy and the person taking the order, um, she probably it probably slipped out, she probably didn't recognize that I ordered something extra. Mm-hmm. And right. he was like, where's your order? And he's like, no, I'll handle this. And he raised his hand, excuse me, mom. You know, I was like, oh, he did that for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, like, my eyes just open, like, it have guys like this who yes, like, you know, stand up and just, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it felt good. It felt good. I'm not saying that, um, you know, it's not good guys around me, but it was just, strange to see like he just met me and he was just already invested in um yes seeing that i I would have a good time and enjoy stuff so yeah make sure you're taken care of yeah exactly i taught taught him well wow he definitely get it from his father oh my goodness (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) you did good pedro you did good good. Uh, yeah (laughs) he did that and i took care of the tip yeah so yeah i did my part Daddy, daddy it was job. nice seeing the father and son interplay like in in real time, you know. Mm. Um, it wasn't like reality TV or anything. It was just like, hey, this is how we do it. This is what we invested in, and that was nice. Because um, of course, some people may not know, but I lost my father when I was pretty young. Wow. And uh, seeing 
saying a dad who is here saying, hey, enjoy your life, make your choices. I'm here when yes. you need me. I'm, I'm invested in you. And then a son saying, hey, I appreciate that. It was nice just witnessing it from an outsider yeah. looking in. So yeah, that was good. Oh, so you caught that. I'm glad. Yeah, because I, I, <laughs> I don't try to run his life. He's 25. He's going to make yeah. mistakes. If he makes a mistake, I can be there for him and say, okay, this is what you could do different. And if he has an issue or a problem, he'll be like, hey, can I can I run something by you? What do you think? And then I give him my opinion. And he'll say, I, you know, he he values my opinion. He don't always do what I said or what I my opinion is, but he 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 just wants, you know, he bounces. And I think I told you, like, it's a good thing because I haven't, really, I haven't seen my son since 2009. And so this is the first time I've seen him since that time. Mm-hmm. But we have really, in the last two years, over the phone and on FaceTime and stuff, really connected. So it was really good to see him in person and just, like you said, just go back and forth and just be. I, I wasn't trying to be, like, I told him I wasn't trying to monopolize his time or be overbearing. I just let him be. I right. wasn't, I just let him be and be in his own space. And if he, need, if he came over and talked to me, fine. If he didn't, I wasn't, like, always, like, what you doing? Are you okay? How's right. everything? You know, like I wasn't doing that to him. So I know he appreciated that. He taught, you know, he appreciated that, that I just let him be in his own and let him enjoy himself. So he had a real good time. So, but he, he definitely enjoyed himself that night. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. That was some good stuff. It was yeah. well needed. Definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 I definitely. Oh, and I, I actually, I told, I said to him that, um, and I normally don't do this, but his, my ex wife, his mom, I said, I have to reach out to her because I have to tell her. That I commend her because, like I said, I haven't seen him since 2009. Mm. And I have to commend her for um, raising him to be the man that you saw there because that's not all me. That's not, that's I raised true. him as when he was up to 11. Right. And I was teaching that stuff at to 11, but I can't teach him if I'm not there. Right. So mm-hmm. she had to keep the mantle going and teaching him to be respectful and be the way he is. Mm-hmm. So I have to give her props because I was, she did I was, a good job. even I was impressed. I was like, my, like everybody that talked to me about him was like, oh, he's so personable. He's so respectful. He's so this. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I got, I got to give it out her props because, um, you know, like I said, I haven't been around him. So, you know, it's def- that's, he even surprised me because yeah. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I haven't seen him. So just seeing how he responded and, he talked. I was like, wow, he really has grown to be a good young man. And I'm just proud of the way he is. Hmm. True. That's awesome. What? What you want me to say? <laughs> Can't believe. Yeah. That's a sore point. So, you know, I have to. No, wait just a second. Wait just a second. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I was just kind of taking it all in. You get yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I. I get this, sis. That's true. Just so can attend because it's it's good stuff to hear. Um, you know, life is life is hard as it is already. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, it's a lot even keeping up with ourselves, much less children, you yeah. know, much less, you know, making sure that, you know, you do your part. Definitely. And, um, I I have a lot of respect for you all because you all are married, children, ministry, work, all of the above, and still yeah. um chasing your goals and making sure certain things are in place and um that's a lot so i yeah. pray i pray god continue to keep you which i know he's already doing yeah and, yeah, and, yes. and, yeah and and respect to you both for um dealing with life because some people we try to avoid life we try to run away um, yeah. because run, run away seems like the easier option but it's just going to find you back yeah and you have I've, to deal with it i've Definitely. tried running it don't work 
Mm. <laughs> I had to learn Wait, the hard way. That's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> I've tried running. Trust me, I've tried running all kind of places, but yeah, it does. I was like Jonah. He put me in the web. He put me in the fish. Right. Well, yeah, definitely. I, I've been I've been down that road already. So I already know. That's why I think um, we are like the way we are. We just embrace life and be happy. And I'm not saying we don't get stressed and don't get upset, but I mean, you know, we just try the best to just enjoy life because it, it's so. Um, it's so where you never know where it's going to end up the next day. So you just got to enjoy your life each day. Definitely. And just live it day, minute by minute, second by second, day by day. Yeah. I know that all too well. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. I, know I was kind of segueing a little bit. I kind of jumped a little bit because yeah. what I really wanted to get to start off with was um, just let us know a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Where you're yeah. from. Um, give us a little bit about your past. And then about you becoming um, Adventist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just give us a little bit about that for us, please. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard to kind of go back and connect all the dots because so many things happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you it based on how I remember it. Definitely. And, um, and I mean, if if this is not the way it went, we could check it back in when we get to heaven. But it probably wouldn't matter then, right? Yeah. Um, so I was raised, um, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. And for persons who are not familiar, it's a twin island. So I'm from the bigger sister island, um, Trinidad. Mm-hmm. I was raised in South Trinidad. Big up to everybody from South Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. And um, I grew up with my mom, father, and um, three siblings, and of course, um, I was raised in a Catholic home, mm. and I went to a Catholic primary school, and everything for the first nine years, probably 12 years of my life was, that's all I knew. Wow. Um, um, and of course, uh, my father was the lead guitarist, um, right. one of the guitarists in the church choir, so mm-hmm. there was nothing like staying home from church. He Wait, had to be there, so we had to be there. What good um, question? They have a guitar in, in a Catholic church? Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, um I'm not trying to be funny. I just you know, no, you, it's true. Me, so you, know, you don't think that they would have you just think Musician. they just have the, the pipe organ and right. you know, a singer and that's it. You don't think that they would have like a when you said a guitarist, I'm like, wait, in a cap I just never heard oh wow, okay. I learned yeah. something new today. I'm Over sorry. the last just, thirty years, they have become more charismatic. So right. it's more um let's see how we could make things more personable and of course we're from the caribbean so right. we're about beats we're about movement mm-hmm. and you know they just wanted to be free in that environment so right. yeah my father was the lead guitarist and um of course um we were i went through the whole thing with um first communion and mm-hmm. you know going through all these rituals and stuff yeah. um, but then he died when i was nine going on ten and my mom had a really interesting conversation with us. She was like, um, you know, she wants us to stay in Christianity, but she doesn't want us to feel that we have to stay in Catholicism, right? right. Mm-hmm. And um, because we were so young, we had to go for counseling. And mm-hmm. it so happened that we were getting counseling from a Pentecostal counselor, right? Oh. So um, while we were there, um, she was really nice and kind and warm to us. And she said, um, she suggested to my mommy that we get involved in something extracurricular. Right. And while all my siblings pointed in the direction of sports, um, I fell into the love of drama. And it so happened that at the church, they had a whole drama ministry and everything like that. Right. So um, I joined the drama ministry 
And when they realize that, wait, psh, you have some other stuff that, you know, hidden <laughs> under where we need to bring out. So right. from ministry, I went into mime ministry. Like mime was a big thing um, wow. back in the day where, you know, you just act out without speaking and the music right. is there, you paint your face and all of these different things. And um, of course, um, going through all of that, I was still dealing with um, losing my father. Right. I think what happened is because the people around me were grieving so much and they saw the joy I found in drama, they right. kind of allowed me to sail that way and not have mm -hmm. to dig up dealing with the debt and the right, um, right. loss. So I was actually masking a lot of pain, a lot of anger, a lot of confusion right. um, through drama. Right. And then coming out of that, um, you know, I was always a seeker for truth. Right. I mean, um, I didn't know much about the Bible, but I knew God. Right. In terms of, I knew that God created me. And mm -hmm. there was a love and a joy I felt when I would sing the hymns and everything like that. Right. And of course, getting into ministry, thinking, okay, once I get into ministry, I should be pleasing God and everything right. should be okay. And then I decided I wanted more. So I went into this course. It was like a Christian development course. And then the pastor said something kind of strange and contrary. He was like, you know, um, the Holy Spirit will call you to do some weird things sometimes, but you have to go with it. And he said um, the Holy Spirit directed him to enter his congregation in a carnival band. And mm. uh, for me, that was like, what? So I, you know, with my wild self and curious self, I decided to ask him a few questions. And that caused a lot of trouble for me. And mm. I came to a space where I had to either apologize or leave. Oh, and with wow. my rebellious teenage self, I was like, I don't need this. I'm leaving. <laughs> so I, I, I left the church. I never told my mom what happened. She just knew I stopped going to church. Right. And then not too long after, I had to do something with my life. And I went to university. Because mm -hmm. um, A-levels was not happening. It was not happening for me. We call it cape. And that was yeah. a cape I was not willing to wear. Mm -hmm. I just had to leave it alone. Mm -hmm. And um, I went straight to university, did a, um audition in theater, mm -hmm. got in, and the lecturer said, once you maintain a B-plus average in this program, it will give you access to the degree. So I say, wow. yeah, I can do this because I, I don't want to look like a failure because everybody right. was doing A-levels, everybody mm -hmm. was um, keeping their life on track, and I was just getting into drama or causing drama right <laughs> so, um i was like okay let me try and impress my family and do something make something of myself right so um went into the program graduated with a really high gpa by god's grace wow. and then life changed for me wow. um i grew up very sheltered so mm -hmm. a lot of things that young women would have known and been exposed to at my age i wasn't Right. So mm -hmm. everything with sex and drugs and right. partying, it just all came flooding in once I decided mm. to go on and do the degree. Right. Um, but of course, I wanted to play cool. I wanted to look cool, but also let them know I'm a church girl. Right. Yes, right. That's right. Way that looked like. And um, I just realized I couldn't do these both worlds because I just didn't. I wasn't ready for either of them. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I wasn't ready for it. And mm -hmm. um. I went into a depression, like a big depression. Mm. Um, I wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping. Um, I got to the point where everything that I was trying to prove to people, 
mm-hmm. couldn't keep it up anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I started to take um, all sorts of antibiotics and, and you know, um, self-diagnose and all these different things. And I right. got to a really dark place where I just overdose on wow. whatever that was there. Like, I remember I was in my dorm um, right. off campus. Um, my brother was doing his degree the same time with me, but he mm-hmm. was like a few years higher than me. Right. Um, I was in my first, ending my first year going into the second year. And it was just too much work because what people don't tell you about the degree is that it's heavily theory based. Mm. Um, performance happens in between, but you have to deal with the theory. And my mind wasn't wired for it. Right. Um, I had just come straight from um, CXC, O levels, mm-hmm. didn't finish Cape, passed that, and went straight into the degree. So what I was doing to keep the GPA up, I was studying and pushing myself harder than I should have. Mm-hmm. And I pushed myself so hard that one day I just hear the thought, what are you trying to do? You're a failure. Nobody really cares. Wow. Um, you have nothing to show for anything. Wow. So better you just end it. And I remember that day I had so many random medication on the table. I just took all. I made a phone call to my mom and I said... Uh, sorry, I know you try. I know you want me to be something, but I'm nothing. So mm. this is it. This is my last conversation with you. And I remember I was on the top floor of the dorm. Right. And um, yeah, I told my mom, I said, I don't know what you could do to this point because you have tried with me, but I don't want to try with me anymore. Right. So I'm going to end it all. And I remember that morning, she was frantic. She called all of my family. One of my cousins, he had access to um police. They right. escorted them from south to north of the island, go mm-hmm. into my room, break down the door, and just grab me in time before I jumped or before Thank I did God. anything. And it was crazy. Wow. Um, fast forward from all of that, um, I took a year off from school because the school didn't see me as being fit to continue. Right. Um, and I promised God, if he healed me from the depression, right. that I would serve him and I would... Um, continue my program right thank god there was this pastor that prayed with me every day mm-hmm. and he was like a father figure for me mm-hmm. at that season in my life right. and after that um i basically graduated with first class honors and i was so happy but hurt at the same time because i had to go through so much to even get there i remember right. shaving off my head i looked like i had a little fade fresh <laughs> that kind of thing and i said I am going to cross that stage with this fade, letting people think that I graduated probably with the lowest pass. Right, right. I'm going to announce that I have first class honors. And this was my way of killing the old self and entering a new season of my life. Mm. After the graduation, things didn't end there. The depression came back Mm. and it got worse because while God freed me, I didn't really go back to him. I just right. was kind of using him for that moment in time. Right, right. And I got to a place where God, it's coming back again. The depression is visiting me again. I don't want to live this life. So I told right. God, if he didn't change things, I would just take things in my own hands because I was just tired. Mm. And that same day, right. I went on Facebook and I saw a post about the Sabbath. Now, this is me at age 26. This is me wow. finishing university in 2014. I was 24. So right. some time had passed and I had never heard about the Sabbath yet. I said I was a Christian. I read the Bible, but it just never, 
it never glowed for me. I right. didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And in that right. moment, I said, God, could this be like the missing link to me and my confusion of not understanding who you are? And yes. it so happened that it was a guy who happened to be very attractive who posted the picture about the Sabbath. <laughs> and I decided, hey, right. let me slide into his DM and find out a little thing or two. <laughs> um, not knowing that God knew how to get my attention. And it was right. the start. It was the start of me getting exposed to Adventism and exposed to the Bible. Mm -hmm. After that, I studied for a year, went to a crusade. They made an altar call. I went up the Friday night and by the Saturday morning, I was baptized and wow. never turned back from that. So that was the story in a, the shortest way I could explain okay, it. No, that's that's yeah. wonderful. I, I have one quick power listening to your story. Because Ta actually had the same issue. Wow. So Ta was Baptist. Not not the depression part. I'm talking about more. She was Baptist. So I always wondered this because I kind of grew up seven Adventists. I've been baptized since I was like nine or seven. I think I was seven when I got baptized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so you said you read the Bible. I always, I've always been intrigued to ask like folks that are that go to church on Sunday or um, any, other religion. I, any other religion. Mm. When they read the Bible, what, how, like, Tara tell you, when I was in jail, it's like she opened up the Bible and she came across Exodus 20. Right. And, she started, and then it just, it just like, like you said, like a light bulb just, and then yeah. she realized, wait a minute, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, but so, she, but she's been reading this all this other times, right. but it didn't, it didn't, it's like she was, her mind was foggy or something and it, mm -hmm. it, was, it wasn't there. Was that like, you said that's the same thing for you. Like you was reading the Bible, but you just, was it, under, was it like you wasn't understanding parts of the Bible or? Yeah, I think was, I was just picking and choosing, hey, this sounds good. Let me let this ride with me gotcha. and kind of pump me up. But I really right. believe that for some reason, there's a glaze that, that yeah. blinds you from. Oh, well, I thought I wasn't taught it. Was you taught it? No, I was not taught I wasn't it taught it either. In never. fact, I never heard the word, but for me some either. strange reason. When I was uh, um when I was really young, my aunt is actually Adventist and she used to take us to AY. Right. But because we were never taught what her beliefs were, we just knew we went to a church who happened to have a youth gathering, but I never heard the word Sabbath, or even if it was said, it never sank in that yeah. this is part of the commandments. And imagine it's like fourth on the list, and I miss that. Yes. That's, that's, that's why, I I, that's too. why, that's why I'm weird. always intrigued when I hear folks that become Adventists or, or, you know, of another religion that they can read that, but they never, it's like that, that whole part of it, it just disappears. So like, I always want to, no, like no, no, you know what or, it is when you, when your parents are different and in different religion, they teaching you what they know. Yeah, and when they taking you to church, they only going we learning what they learning from whoever right. they learning it from. Right. So it's it wasn't brought over to our acknowledgement mm -hmm. to know anything about the Sabbath. That's why right. the Sabbath was like, what is that? You know, Saturday was my day to do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, I remember the first day. We you know church. what I mean? <laughs> and Sunday was a day we go to church, and but then for me. I go to church and then I go to the club later on that night. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't really an observance for me, but I knew who God was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I guess never... it just depends on how you talk. It's just amazing how people can embed things. I would say not brainwash, 
No, it was a brainwash. You just like but you just said, like not if, really if the pastor's not preaching about it or talking right. about it. Right. You know, that's that's why like we like past Pastor Tall mm-hmm. will always say to us, what was his fit one of his favorite verse famous phrases that he'll say to you? Don't listen to me. Read, Read the, Bible the Bible for, for yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So I think so. I think I think what happens is sometimes we don't read the Bible for ourselves, mm-hmm. and we depend on the pastor to tell us mm-hmm. what's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if we don't read it for ourselves, and we're letting the yeah. pastor teach it to us, he mm-hmm. may and it's not the and, well, and the pastor's being taught this too. So he's preaching. Right. Who knows? So it's I'm not saying the pastor's doing something wrong. So don't please people don't right. think I'm saying the pastor's doing something wrong. He's not. He just has a they they're taught differently. Right. So he doesn't bring that up. So yeah. you you won't know. It's not their main focus. Right, it's not their main focus. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- you won't know. So that's I think that's how that happens. I just find that intrigued when you was talking about that because when you said that, it just bub- it just flooded it all when I mm-hmm. I'm in jail, I'm, I call Tyler on the phone cuz I can make the phone call to her and and she's like so excited. She's like, "Pedro, guess what?" And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Why didn't you ever tell me about the Sabbath?" And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? "I'm taking you to yeah. church." Yeah. Like literally, like mad. Like, why you never told me this? And I'm like, yeah. Tom, you've been knowing this since we've been married. And she's yeah. like, I just, it finally just clicked. And I was like, oh, cool. But you know what it did for me too? Um, most of my depression was caused from burnout and not, uh-huh. eating, and not eating properly. Right. And what right. did it was the key to unlock finding out about the health message. Wow. Finding out about being temperate and having self control. Finding mm-hmm. out that God wants you to rest while the world wants you to work. Wow. You know? And um, what I was doing, I was doing, you know, they say in jack of many trades, but right. master of none. Mm-hmm. So my life was being masked with doing all these different things. And mm-hmm. when I couldn't keep up, the brain will shut down because yes. when you're in the arts, when you're in the arts, you have long hours and, and you all will know about how long production time takes and all these yeah, different yeah. stuff. So yeah. when you're there, you're not using your washroom properly. You're not eating properly. You're not keeping hydrated. So the mind is being mashed up. And of course, you're not in an environment where truth is 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 prominent. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. there. So yeah. I think um, the Sabbath is what and uh, um unlocked a world of what God wanted me to always know, but it was wow. hidden for a very long time. And I tell yes. people that um. People was like, you're not going to survive in that because you don't like rules. You don't like to keep, um, you know, all these different guidelines and stuff. Mm. And actually coming into Adventism made me a better person because if you wow. all met me I agree. before, mm-hmm. um, I was just out of control. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those who knew how to be rude and, and, and naughty. <laughs> but you were naughty? You were naughty? You still naughty. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm saying? In a good way. You <laughs> naughty and still show up as a church girl. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an actress by nature, true. Yeah. All this training from young. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, so all it of that was an act that you did? Was that what I just did? No, all of that was act when I met you the other night. That was all an act. Nah, that was not act. You would have that was real. <laughs> I just I, I had to throw that in because you said I'm an actress by trace. I was like, no. oh, you was acting then, huh? No. But you know but what? I must I must um must admit, I was like, unless you want Petra to think you're cool. But then I was like, <laughs> I don't know what cool means in your world, but I was that was me. Yeah. That was that was me. And like I know I just, you're cool, so that was that wasn't even an issue. So 
I, yeah, be yourself. That's what you need to do. <laughs> you know what? Going back to what you said when people said how you're going to handle all the rules. One thing for me, I had some people said that to me too. And one thing I realized, once you your relationship grows with God, once it's just a different mindset, it's, yeah. it don't feel like rules. It feels like you're doing the right thing. Yeah, this is my time to give myself to him. And it, it feels like like you're preparing for the Sabbath, you're getting ready, making sure everything is done, and you're just clearing your mind from everything. I used to remember how I used to always be worried about things and just, you know, just too much going on. And I can see how you went into the depression. I never, I think I have dealt with depression somewhat, but not to that extent. So what would you tell someone that has dealt with depression the way you have almost like just giving it all away, just throwing it all away? What would you tell someone that has went through that same um, thing? I want to tell people that um, while we experience depression physically, mm-hmm. it is very spiritual. Yes. And I want to tell people too that um, depression is something that while you can overcome an experience, it will visit you again. Mm. Because that is the channel in which the enemy knows he was successful in the past. Yes. So he's going to try the same tactics. So I'm going to tell people that it will visit you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you have to be overwhelmed by it. Right. And, and it's something that, you know, sometimes when you have like a, a illness right. and the doctor say you're diagnosed with this, but you find a way to manage it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find ways of managing and coping right. because um, the mind is already damaged because of sin. And the right. mind is already damaged by a lot of things that we have been exposed to. So you have to put yourself in a position, okay, how do I make sure that my vitamin level and intake is good? How do I make sure that I'm getting enough rest? How do I make sure that I'm socializing enough? Because sometimes you could get caught up in ministry that you forget your social being as well. So it's like a holistic thing. And I tell people, um, the body screams out to you. We just sometimes ignore. Oh yeah. Um, I know, I know when depression is coming my way because I see the signs it's almost like you're on a a, a, a road and mm-hmm. you know all the billboards, you know mm-hmm. what to expect. So mm-hmm. you need to study that and understand that. And I tell people that the healing of the mind comes when um, you ask God for his mind, for the mind wow. of Christ. And you, wow. and you go through scripture because um, the mind is flooded with millions of thoughts each day. Yeah. And we have a decisions That's to good. make too. Um, and we also have to get out of the soil that depression met us in. So for Definitely. me, I was hiding a lot. So like mm-hmm. while people thought, hey, she's making good grades. Um, she seems to be doing a lot. But my association was horrible in terms Mercy. of I was surrounded with people who had no sense of direction for their life. Um, they just wanted to um, be on a high for life. Mercy. Right. And then, um, and then part of me, I didn't understand my purpose, so right. I abused myself a lot, and right. abused. I learned from my past is the abnormal use of something. Right. So I didn't understand that God actually had a better life in store for me. I just thought right. that, well, at least I do have cancer, or at least I'm not um in a country with war, so I should be okay. But no, right. God actually has a life that He wants us to experience. So depression, what I like to call a depressed. Right. It's when you're being pressed down by a lot mm-hmm. and you're not giving it to God and you're not letting it go. So, um, and of course, 
it's easier said than done. Yeah. But I tell yeah. people that um, everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, prayer and family support help. Um, at first, I was on medication, but then my mom realized, hey, this medication helping yeah. for a while, but it actually suppressing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I would tell people, get the help you need. Nothing is wrong with a psychologist. You need somebody yeah. who, um, you know, to act like a third party on your behalf. Yeah. Get a psychologist. Um, do something about your nutrition because depression is connected with a lot of what we feed the body, mm-hmm. right? Um, we have hormones and chemical changes in our body re- happening right through. So if you are eating and drinking stuff that is going to throw it off, then you are going to be placed in a position where you have no control over yourself because wow. you're not managing the activities of both what you're eating and what you're doing and who is speaking into your ear, you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that, powerful. I, you was talking about with the depression and, and the devil. It's like spiritual warfare. Like, he's constantly trying to find a way into our minds. And um, I was thinking, like, also with depression, I think, like, as 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 people... I think some we have to be honest with ourselves to know what our what our our breaking point is. Like you said, you can see the billboards as you're going down the road, but mm-hmm. then you have to recognize it and be willing to accept that you are on that verge of maybe going into a depression state. Because I think sometimes folks they may I, I feel depressed, but they're like, no, I don't. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And they actually talk themselves out of it. Right. You you know what I mean? Like so they kind of like glaze over it, and then they don't. So now they're depressed and they don't even realize they're depressed. And then, then all of a sudden they just crash mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. they don't want to, they don't want to be honest with themselves. You know, that they can actually be, they, they can actually be in the depression. Cause I think as, I don't know about other religions, but like as Adventists or even as just regular human beings, I think sometimes we, as folks, we don't like to admit that we have issues. Have issues. Of course. We act like of we course. don't want to admit that we, that we are fault, that we're in, that we're not perfect. Like, you know, like, and, that causes a lot of things, like you said, for us in our mind to, you know, um, real quick, I'm sorry. When you was talking about million things in mind, I never realized that until I had my accident. I had a head on collision with my bike and I told my wife this. And when like, I don't know how many seconds it was, but all I know before I hit that car, I had so many thoughts go through my head that nice. it flooded my, my brain that I didn't realize that until that day that we actually can think of a million things at once in like 10 seconds. Mm. I had so many thoughts go through my head and um, it just made me realize that that's how we are on a regular basis. Like when you, when you're feeling anxious, it's just a million things going through your head. It's just so much going on at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. On that subject. So after you um got baptized, yeah. then you start going to church and then you went into, um, you want to do ministry, yeah. So, right. was the, what? How? Of course, I know he's been a big part of your life, Pastor Ray Patrick. How mm-hmm. did you end up meeting him, and then? Because it's only been a couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, at um, it's sort of approaching two years in a few months. Mm-hmm. Right, because um, it feels like it's longer than that. Yeah, it feels longer than that, but no, mm-hmm. but um, I can't even trace back the exact date. But yeah, it's it's been over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I remember it. I was not in a job at the moment, and a sister from church was like, "Hey, Candice, I know you're not working. Um, 
but I found something you could do in the meantime that could, you know, put a little money in your pocket and keep you, you busy, right? right. So um, she said that her nephew, um, they are in need because we're going through the pandemic. Right. And everybody was kind of home. So um, her, her brother wanted somebody to tutor um, his son. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was like, hey, they Adventist, I'm Adventist. Um, you know, I've I've been exposed to teaching before. Right. Would I come and help? So I said, okay, yeah, I'll take it on. Um, but to be quite honest, I I really didn't want to go into the tutoring. I wanted to do something that will, you know, take me outside and make me travel and whatever. Right. But um, I said yes, and um. While saying yes, his father was heavily involved in ministry and actually was in the UK um, and actually connected to New Life. He was one of the main persons who actually um, helped develop some ministries at that church. So he was like, hey, Candice, um, you want to be a part of a planning committee for something? And I was like, oh, boy, I don't want to be in any planning committee because church already <laughs> has me bogged down yeah. by a lot of stuff. But in yeah. all honesty, I said yes because I didn't want to have any bad blood. Yeah. I said yes, not even doing what I was saying yes to. I was like, sure, yeah, we could do it. Right. And then after that, it was a few months of planning with um, the Adventist Radio London team and um, Talking Points and all of these things and landed in our addiction series, being one of the hosts for a couple of weeks. Wow. And That's after working, working through that, Pastor he was like, hey, I want to find out about your testimony. So he brought me on the show as a guest. And after that, I got a message, hey, you want to come on the show again? And it was just <laughs> one of those things where there was no contract or no saying, hey, it just flowed naturally and i believe you know god was like say candace um i know you have a love for radio you have been doing all of these things trying to get into radio in trinidad but you know nobody really answering you this is where i want you to function Um, i want you to give yourself to this and yeah it just happened that i started to come on the show we didn't know how to put me where to place me i was just sharing and then he was like Candace, um, we we I was interviewing people, trying to get them exposed about the work they're doing in Adventism and what ministries they support. And then mm-hmm. after he was like, "Hey, I want you to come with a segment." So I was like, "A segment?" <laughs> so then I, I, you know, I was like, "Hey," he said, "You want me to talk about the Caribbean?" I was like, "Hey, what about Caribbean cook-up? Oh. Like, nice." So and cook-up in in Trinidad is a, a meal that mixes rice and peas and whatever mm-hmm. you want to mix in together. So I was like. Ooh. I think I could cook up something about the Caribbean and bring in a little awareness there. So that happened. And then he realized I had a passion for evangelism. So he's like, hey, let's do some online series. And that's how I met Tara because she would sing um, and do that singing evangelism right before we come (laughs) and preach and share. Yeah. So it was just like that, like a snowball, just gathering and developing and um, yeah, landed here. And then after a while, Josephine was talking. I was like, hey, you need to come to London. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. spoke and we prayed. And then before I know it, I hear. And Look at you, you're here. And in the beginning of 2022, somebody say, hey, you'll be in London in August. I'll be like, <laughs> ah, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Especially a year wow. ago. Yeah, definitely. So how have you been liking your stay since you've been here? I think, like, um, I'm still, part of my mind is, not even processing that I actually hear. 
right. I just knew like I'm doing God's work that I've always been doing. Yeah. But it's only when I hear the different accents and then I go to different places. And then, of course, I see people who are from various different cultures. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you're in a different space. You're doing something right. different, whatever. But it definitely feels good to be in the studio and not coming through Zoom. Yeah. You know? And it definitely feels good to meet all the people that I've been speaking to over the past few months yeah. virtually, but yeah. now in present. Um, so yeah, I've I think like it's just given me a idea that okay, God could take you places once you decide yes, to be used yeah. by him. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in a space where I just don't know what's going on because God is doing a lot of stuff. And I, I want to, yeah, and some things I don't have the answers for, but yeah. I just waking up every day by his grace saying, All right, whatever you want to do, let's do it. <laughs> what you got for me today? Yeah. Wow. Wow, God is amazing. You know, he mm-hmm. show up right on time when we need him. He don't always, un, you know, reveal what he's doing. He right. just wants you to be willing. Right. So, and, yeah, that's that's just amazing how you just poof and it just happened. That's how that's how you know it's real when it, it just happens. Yeah. Just You didn't try to make it happen. You wasn't trying to. No. You see, I think in life we try to force things to happen that we mm-hmm. want to happen. Mm-hmm. We were just having a discussion yesterday. We was, we was. And we try to force things. And when you try to force it, it never works. It never works. Never, never works. It breaks where it gets damaged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It may work for a minute, but then it stops. Mm -hmm. And it breaks and it never ends good. So when you just let things naturally just flow and just happen, let God just, like I tell my children, just let God lead your life and then you'll be fine. I say let his will be done. Just let his will be. Oh, yeah. I mean, that too. That's the same thing. Just a different phrase. Different phrase. (laughs) Because you know, that's right. That's always. Uh, Stop it. (laughs) Anyway. So during during your uh, goddess interest and doing the ministry and everything and doing ray of hope show because you didn't say you was doing a ray of hope show with the caribbean yes. cook-up mm-hmm. and actually now you actually don't need to do the caribbean cook-up now you actually do you actually like a co-host yeah right yeah. so now, now you went yeah. from doing the caribbean cook-up to now you do which people don't realize you're up at five o'clock every sunday morning doing i i could that's not me because five o'clock in the morning i'm still turning over yeah. i ain't trying to get up Candace to, you is know. committed okay yeah, she's very me. much committed. Committed in which way, though? <laughs> to, to get up and do what she got to do. You yeah, know? I'll be committed in a in a in a institution <laughs> if I had to get up five o'clock every Sunday morning. <laughs> but that's just me. But anyway, um, like I was saying, so then you we I wanted to get onto this a little bit, um, because you've had some, like you said, some pitfalls in your life, and the mm-hmm. devil's definitely tried to, um, bring you down during right. your ministry. Mm-hmm. So you. At what point did you meet? Can we talk about your fiance? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So when? Because I I've heard this I've heard the story sometimes, but sometimes in between little, so I don't know the full thing. Right. Just give us a brief synopsis of like when you met him. Okay. How that, you know, worked and if you don't mind, I don't want to make yeah, you get sure. too. Yeah. Yeah. I think um well just kind of rewinding a bit before him. I'd, I'd gone through a series of trying to get to know brothers in the in the movement. Right. And, you know, they disappointed me. And I was like, you know what? Psh, I don't want to hear about no brothers. Don't right. try to set me up on anybody. I'm just going <laughs> to live for God, um, find my happiness where I can in, you know, social events, and I'll be fine. Right. And then I started to do, um, I don't know if you all realize, but in the pandemic, people started to get lonely very quick. 
Oh, so yeah. all these different online ministries started to pop up. Right. I got a message to join a singles ministry. Mm-hmm. And when you join one, it's like you join all because this <laughs> one was like, hey, we have one ministry too, this, that, that. So right, right, right. I was very, very lonely. I'll be very honest. And Kastro and I was in a lockdown for a very yeah. long time. So mm-hmm. we were home. There was a point in time we couldn't even leave the house. Right. Right. So it was just tough. So it was just me, my phone, and all these single ministry groups. <laughs> right. And um, one of the groups in particular, they were like, hey, we need a host for a series. You want to come on? I was like, Psh, I have nothing to do. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, we were doing a book called, um, is it Waiting and Dating or Boundaries and Dating? Boundaries okay. and Dating. Okay. And that went on for months, like months. I don't even know how I did it. God knows. Mm-hmm. It went on for months. And from there, you know, your girl had to look cute to come on host. <laughs> so, um, of course, I have a, a bajillion of single Adventist guys just watching you because mm. you are the host, co-hosting with another person, of course. Right. And, of course, you know, people were sliding in the DMs from time to time. But I was like, Psh, I mean, I want a brother, a good, a good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was doing a respect, like, respectfully telling them, brother, I appreciate the com- compliments and stuff, but you know, I really focus on God and stuff. Right. So that happened, and then one day, um, I got a phone call, and the the area code is saying Jamaica. I was like, I do programs for Jamaica, but why they calling me direct? They normally call me on WhatsApp. Right. So that evening, I answered the phone. Yes, hello. How can I help? And it was Keva, the bishop, right? He was like, Hi, my name is Keva Brown. I want to get to know you. I was like, well, brother, I real busy. It's getting close to Sabbath because I am an hour ahead of Jamaica. Right. right. It's getting close to Sabbath. I need to sort out myself. Right. Long story short, he was like, hey, I just want to get to know you when I could call back. I was like, call back during the week. I give him a random day and time. I couldn't even remember. Right. I just want to get off the phone. And mm-hmm. then I was like, by the way, if you're calling me back, don't call me straight from your direct phone, call me on right. WhatsApp because it's very expensive to call Trinidad. Right. And he was like, was a young lady like you? Nothing is expensive. And I was like, Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Wait, wait. I, was like, I never, I never was told that line before and something about it. Was, <laughs> it just felt different and it felt good. I was like, mm. but I can't let him know that. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Take care. <laughs> and I left. Oh, and he did man. call back. And when he, he called back, back did he call back direct or did he no? I think back? he called back WhatsApp because he wanted to have a long conversation and he knew he'd have to be running to the nearest store to buy phone cards. Yeah, so um, so we spoke that time, and I don't know, you know, when they say cliche, something just click, mm-hmm. something just click, and I was talking to him like six times a day. Wow, like a very long time sometimes hiding to talk to him because I have stuff to do and I just want to talk to him I want to hear him and so um I know that no so well yeah and then he started to like conference call his friends and and introduce me and whatever and then one day I was like hey you can't be playing it's wrong like I'm your girlfriend and you never asked me to be with you I'm not going to play that no (laughs) right right he came out and he asked and I was like I can't do this long distance thing, Lord, you know. But then I was like, remember, part of me was like not trusting anymore. So I was right. like, you know what? If anything goes bad, he in a different country, we safe. So mm-hmm. I was like, he asked me. I said yes. And I knew it was something different. And after, way after he came out and said, oh, by the way, I'm trading to be a pastor. What? 
why you didn't tell me that before? And wow. he was like, you know, back in Jamaica, if you they tell if you tell the young ladies in Adventism, they train it to be a pastor, they kind of want that fame and they don't really want you sometimes. Yeah. So long story short, that happened. Started um dating online and then everything just grew from there. Wow. I became part of his ministry, he became part of mine. We were just like it's almost like we entered a ministry together for the Lord yeah. and was just encouraging each other and still just feeling like, oh gosh, this feels good. You don't have to feel off or you don't have to hear anything awful coming from this person that they're going to try and do something to hurt you. It was just right. It was just an amazing experience, one that I never experienced before. Right. And I just felt like my life was finally taking off in a different direction. And I yeah. felt like, okay, settling time, let's do this. And it wasn't long before we decided, hey, you and I are going to get married, you know, like, just going to happen. Because we're not even going to fool it. You can't find somebody who, one, love the Lord, love you, love your family, and you just click. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and it just happened that um, June 19th, Mm. I was talking to him in the morning. That was Father's Day. Um, he had just lost his father a couple of months ago, so it was hard for him. And he was going to speak at his aunt's funeral. Wow. Mm -hmm. So happened that he and I was working on the sermon together. Cause that anytime either of us have to speak for God, we would kind of tease it out together. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, it just so happened that day we were talking, and he got the sermon. He say, "Babe, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep." I'm going to get back up and go to the funeral. I say, sure, call me when you get up. He called me. He said, okay, it's time to go take care. I say, okay, call me as soon as you finish. I never got back the call because while he was at the funeral preaching, he collapsed, was rushed to the hospital and pronounced dead. And that oh, was wow. it. That was it. So mm -hmm. he, he actually passed. He, pa he passed out while he was preaching. Yeah, he passed away while he was preaching. Wow. And his sisters, and they tried to open up his shirt, his jacket, let him breathe. And he was already slowly on his way dying. And when he got to the hospital, that was it. Wow. So, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's madness. So after that, that was like a big hit for me where in a split second, I was like, mm, I don't want to do this God thing. I don't want to do life because I found life finally found somebody who really cared about me and was really interested in my development. And now that was it. What I was to tell everybody who, everybody was happy for me, everybody in church, because he came to Trinidad. He spent right. a really long time with us. He preached at my church. He got to know my family, my community, and everybody was like, we're so happy for you. You went through a lot and you finally find somebody who we, we approve of. We're happy for you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so um, my birthday is the 9th of May. His birthday is the 12th. We um, we are like one year apart. Wow. And we just felt like, hey, psh, this is our happy place with each other and, and God, you know. But yeah, so here I am. We buried him the 31st of July because they took a while to bury him. Yeah. And after the burial, hopped on a plane, went back to Trinidad packed up my stuff, packed my Bible, and I was like, I had to head over to the UK and after finish this thing. So God is keeping you busy, keep your mind going. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for this because if I was home, I would have been in a dark place. I know it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's especially just been a funeral. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just come back from the funeral. You you just your thoughts would have got the best of you. Yeah. 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 So I just God, was like, God knows in each time what we need and when to put us there. So I'm I'm really glad you're here. And do, I'm glad you're here too. You One going. quick question: um, Do you take solace? I want how, I don't want to say that. It's hard that you lost him, but he he passed doing something he loves. Yes. Does that comfort you? Yeah, it comforts me, and it comforts me with the conversation we last had that morning. Yes, yeah. Gotcha. He was saying mm-hmm. that you know, um, of course, it's a funeral. He was going. He's going. He's preaching at. So yeah. the message was something around death and stuff like that. And he was just comforting me, letting me know that death is not the final destination. Wow. So I know as an Adventist and as a Bible believer that he's just asleep waiting yeah. on Christ's return. Yeah. But knowing that he's asleep and I am awake and I have to live with it, um, that's the tough part about it. And then, you know, I had to deal with all the comments that came to me. And I'm not as sturdy as Pedro to say, hey, chill, don't tell me this. Um, <laughs> I have to do with stuff. And people were saying, don't worry, better will come. God will send the right person. And I was like, what? You're listening hate, to I hate, when, I hate when people do that. And it hey, was I, I'm, 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 when it comes to death, I think I was telling you that when it comes to death, I'm one of the, the people that is very straightforward about it. But right. one thing I know you don't tell people is, you know, it's for the best or you know, something better is going to come along or is, you know, you just shut up and just sit there and let, just let silence is golden sometimes. Yeah, just be silent. Just let it, just <laughs> sitting here and looking at you is better than me saying all, spewing all this stupidness out my mouth. And right. I'm sorry to say it like that, but I'm just being real and raw, but just spewing all this stupidness out my mouth because it's not helping anything at the moment. Because at that moment, you're still in yeah, the point of you're missing him. Yeah. So like, you know, like just, we have to learn, like, just be quiet. Sometimes silence, just. But you know, it, people don't it. understand stuff until they go through it themselves. But yeah. even though, if you don't understand something, don't mean that you have to say something. I True. think people have a True. problem with if just because they don't, they don't understand something, they just have to have an opinion. Yeah, some you don't got to have an mm-hmm. opinion on everything. You can let yeah. some things just be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, talking about talking about solace. Um, not too long after I heard the scripture, and I never saw it before in the Bible. It's um, taken from, I believe, Isaiah 57. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to paraphrase it because I didn't commit it to memory. It okay. says, um, you know, take comfort in those that die in Christ right. because mm-hmm. um, they would not be able to deal with the evil ahead. You mm-hmm. know, and anybody who knows Kevin, he was carrying the wool on his shoulders because he comes from a big family. He's right. a nine, ninth of 10 children. Um, wow. He is studying. Um, of course, school fees is on his back. Right. He met this woman that he wants to plan. He's planning to get married too. So he has right. to you know, speed up his game, get things done. And of course, he was dealing with stuff that he didn't want to talk to me about. And I knew right. he was going through it. But when he would utter it, he would kind of pull back because he doesn't want me to worry about it. Yeah. And one thing that stood out to me is the importance of men's mental health. And I want to say that, that yes. Men, yes. some men are in a space where they're just going to deal with it on their own, but yeah. we weren't designed to deal with it on our own. No. And look at the life of Christ. 
he had 12 persons in his inner circle, in his circle, supporting yes. him. He could talk to, he could bounce mm -hmm. ideas off. Mm -hmm. And um, Keva was not the talker. Like, I'm mm -hmm. the talker. Yes. But he wasn't the person to just, oh, I'm going through this, pray for me, whatever, whatever. He just knew he had to do God's work. He had yes. to be a man. He had to be strong. He had to do all these different things. But he was silently hurting. And um, though he was in love and though he was able to talk to me about anything, yeah, he still found a space where I don't want Candace to carry my burdens. Right. You know? And right. um, so I've learned a lot of lessons out of being with him and witnessing his 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 burial and all of these things. Right. And I know that one, marriage is a ministry. And even though we weren't married, I felt yeah, like I was good. already committed to him to that level. Yes. Yes. And um you know, I learned also that he's taught me that lo love is an abiding principle. So I, I always view love in this mushy-wushy way. Like, right. if I'm feeling mushy-wushy, then it's not love. And, you know, mm -hmm. he just, he taught me that, hey, this is what it is. This is life. This is... Right. So, it's a lot. Yeah. But um, I trust God. I trust God's yes. wisdom. Mm -hmm. And, but I do feel lonely. Like when all of this is done, when all the lights in the studio is off and I and I go in my bed, I've I don't have him to talk to anymore. I yeah. I, I don't know while I have God. Um yeah. it's like Lord, I don't know what's gonna happen next. Yeah. Um but I thank God that He has been protecting my inbox. No, you know, yeah, out crazy. Of coming at me, you know. Yeah. Mm. And um, but yeah, I give God the glory still and I'm here. And I'm waiting on God for yeah. him to just do whatever he have to do next. Definitely. Can I say one on your point about the mental health, about he wouldn't talk to you because he didn't want to put burdens on you? I'm just saying this as a man. Um, what I've learned over the past couple of years is that my wife is stronger than me. So sometimes I don't have nobody else to talk to because I don't really have, I have a few friends. I have, you know, I keep my, my circle very, very, very close, you know, um, so I've learned that if I, if I have an issue, if I tell my wife, yeah, I may be putting a burden on her, but you know, if you really think about it, it's like, we're not, we're supposed to be equally yoked. So if we're equally yoked, then therefore anything I give to her, she can, she can help me carry the load. So I don't have to carry it by myself. Yep. Yeah. She may, sometimes she may overreact. She may get over emotional. She may get thing. But then I can calm her down. But right. just just being able to get it out there, because one thing I've learned, and this is for all men, we have to learn to talk. We have to learn. I was talking to a gentleman one day, and he and I was telling him that I just talk about everything. And he said that, you know, he doesn't believe in that because then the woman would think that you're, I forgot the word he We're used, weak. but weak. You're vulnerable. Something. Yeah, vulnerable or something. Yeah. And I said, but, but you are vulnerable. That's mm -hmm. the point of talking. You're yeah. talking because you are vulnerable. Right. So if you can, if I, me talking to my wife and telling her what's really bothering me, and yeah, yeah and I understand and sometimes, for you. and pray, and then she pray for me, and I pray by myself, and I pray with my wife, and I pray with my family. But right. as men, I just want to employ men to don't think that way. Think, mm -hmm. tell your wife, tell your spouse, tell your partner, tell, tell somebody because yeah. if you don't, it really does, like you said, it will put the weight of your shoulders down and it can it can really you know and i'm not saying it's going to kill you but it's going to impact your life to a yeah. point where you don't want to be You're right mm -hmm. so as, I think, as, as a man has gone through it 
trust me, it's it's easy. When you talk, it's like the weight of the world and everything is just lifted off your shoulders mm -hmm. and you feel free. Like I that's why I think I feel so happy and free a lot of times because I don't hold nothing in anymore. I just if it's on my mind, I'm gonna tell you. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's on my mind. And then I feel so much better. Yeah. A talking is therapy too, eh? And I think um what some men don't realize is that while you may think your woman or your partner going through a lot and you don't want to add to their burdens, right? You letting them know what you're going through actually mm -hmm. helps them um loosen the weight too. Because you know, yeah. sometimes we don't know what they're going through, but we put pressure on them. But mm -hmm. now that we are aware, we could kind of adapt and change around things a bit. So Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, 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 but it's I'm, I was, like if I'm if we're having a discussion and she's like, Peter, blah, 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 boom. And I'm like, hey, remember I told you about I, I just give me a minute. I'm trying to get that straight. Oh, yeah, I forgot. OK, then she'll ease back because then she remembers that I'm I've told her what I'm going through. Right. See, sometimes as a husband, if I don't say to her, I'm going through something and then she comes right. to me and she's saying, oh, we need this. We need that and that. And I'm like, give me a minute. But she right. wants like she's she's like, but we need this now. And I'm like, but give me a minute. And then I blow up because I'm like, then I say, give me a minute. Like, you know, it it but but if I tell her what's going on and I right. say, Hey, remember what I said to you? I, I'm dealing with this. Communication. Communication. Then she's like, Oh, you know what? I need to ease back and not I I'll, I'll come with this another day or mm -hmm. another time. Cause right now I know he's dealing with this situation. It mm -hmm. it helps the communication in a marriage and it keeps a lot of the the mess and the mess, the um, the arguments and everything down because we communicate with each other or what's going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, definitely. Mm. Oh man, but I'm, it's like we were saying, we kind of got off that a little bit. I, I do apologize, but um, with the loss of him, I know that was is very difficult, and you're still dealing with that. So we'll continue to pray for you, definitely, with that mm -hmm. and and your um and everything. Where if you coming here to do your ministry, how has God been blessing you in these last couple? Because I remember you mentioned that these last couple of weeks has been like a whirlwind. Yeah. How has yeah. He been blessing you with that? Because obviously, I guess from that has come now where you're more engrossed in your ministry or more yeah. vested into your ministry, I, I guess mm -hmm. you could say. Yeah. I think things went on next level for me in terms of my personal work with God because now I realize, hey, um, God has been exposing himself to you, but that comes, that exposure comes with a responsibility that yeah. you need to share about him. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of the blessings, like a woman walked up to me in church, she gave me an envelope and she said, hey, this is a little something, go and get a massage, go to oh. this bar. And, and oh. that's something that I would have to work very hard back home to actually see I could budget for that. Yeah. And knowing that that came, like, you know, God, God knows our needs, and he even, does. He do. Even in the hard times, you know, he he ha he makes provision for us to stay afloat, and um, I'm thankful to that sister for doing that. And yeah. then another sister came up to me and said, "Hey, I wanna um support your ministry. You know, um, I'm I'm praying for you, and I think in this grief and the way it happened, and because I'm so young, people kind of was like, "Nah, this is too hard. I need to pray for her." So I think I'm actually staying up not just by the grace of god right. but through the many people who are praying for me who heard our story right. you know and i think that's a blessing in itself because sometimes you're not even consistently praying for yourself because mm -hmm. you know even just uttering it is painful yeah. um so yeah and i think the bigger blessing is um pastor Ray, josephine and the team and everybody surrounding 
this ministry just saying, hey, Candice, there's something special about you. And we want to support um, whatever God is doing in your life. And um, that faith service is a blessing. Um, yes, I miss my family and I miss home, but I also know that God is really trying to spiritually mature me to, to know that, hey, you're going to be alone for a bit. You're going to be away from stuff for a bit. And mm -hmm. I just need to do a couple of things with you. And if you stick it through, I promise you're going to be okay. And oh, You got a new family over this side. You, you know now you got a new family <laughs> on the other side of the pond that you finally can see. That's like I said, you know, we see us all on <laughs> Zoom and right. you know, on chats and stuff. But now you can actually say, hey, I, I physically saw X, Y, Z, and I can mm -hmm. physically remember the conversation that we had. I can yeah. physically, you know, that's going to yeah. help. That helps anybody. It does. And like you said, I think God has prepared you with that, with coming over here, yeah. keeping your mind busy and keeping mm -hmm. yourself busy. And also just, yeah. like you said, you say you miss your family there, but you can have, now you have a family here. So now you know you're loved on two different con continents <laughs> or on an island and a continent, right. however you want to put it, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. so I mean, it's only good things that can come out of out of this, which is is only been good things coming out of it. Definitely. Wow. I I don't know what to say now. So I, I guess you know I wanted to just <laughs> I kind of want to end it with pretty much as because you gave you know um, where you came from, you gave what you've gone through, you gave you know how God has blessed you. Um, for a young person out there that maybe going through some things right now because it seemed it seemed like your generation the um like 25 to 35 mm -hmm. they seem to be going through a lot of changes and different things in their lives right now right. Like this this new world there's right. a lot of things going on even the younger kids but yeah what would you what kind of advice would you give somebody that maybe just be struggling or maybe just be going through some things or mm -hmm. maybe losing their faith in god um right. or you know like what would you say to them to help them Right. So I could, right. So I, I don't want to give the self-help book response. I could only give the response from experience as a Christian. Oh, that's um, a point. Definitely. Yeah. We, we, book. I want yours, <laughs> what you think. Right. Really? Right. Well. Yeah. So now, now that we're on the same page there, that's good. Um, so what I would say coming from a Christian standpoint and from my experience is that the truth of the matter is whether we want to accept it or not, time is running out. We in yeah. the final days. And the reason why we're going through so much is because God has to deal with so much within us um, that he wants to remove. So he's going to send, um, he's going to allow experience after experience to just refine us. He's going to send the trials. It's going to be even greater and hotter because um, the time that those who went before us got, we don't have that time. Yeah. So from the time to where they were at our age to the time that Christ is coming, that's a longer space of time to deal with stuff. But now we have a shorter space of time to deal with our issues and to form yeah, our character, to, re to reflect Christ. The heat is on. And because the heat is on, you either trust God to keep you through the heat or you just get burned by it and then yeah. get upset with God and upset with the world and be yeah. bitter. So there's a saying, yeah, I don't want to be better or better. Mm. So I will tell people, don't give up on God. Don't yeah. give up on yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't give up on your uh, on your transitions and the trials. Like, ask God for strength to embrace it. And I always tell people, always try to be better. Be better. Yes. Whatever you need 
to do, whether it's a course, a conversation, whether you need to learn new skills, do something to be better. Because when you see yourself in a better life, you're more encouraged to keep going forward. And of course, prayer. Like, I don't have the answers. No one else has the answers than God. Yeah, so the best person to talk to is God and allow him to send the right people your way to keep helping you along the journey. That's true. Wow. That's absolutely thank so you, true. Candace. That's, that's much needed. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, You're not on really on social media, so you're not on Facebook, right? No, actually, I was. Actually, I had a really healthy um, Facebook and Instagram presence, but I got hacked this year in January. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. and after that hacking, I was like, Psh, I'm done yeah. until gotcha. God say, hey, this okay. is the yeah, new platform. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I said that is because like, if somebody wants to get in touch with, get you. In touch with you. Oh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn for sure. Candace LinkedIn. Andrews okay. on LinkedIn. Candace Andrews. And Candace Andrews. On okay. You can email me at a new email I recently um created. It's called Candace3am at gmail.com. I was typing it as we speak. Candace, uh, again. Candace3am. Hold on, because she's doing something else. She's on Link It. I'm just trying to put you Link put It. M juice. Oh, I did. Sorry. I'm sorry. She's trying to put it on the screen for people. <laughs> Give a minute. Okay. Candace Andrews at LinkedIn. Okay, that's right. It's link E D I N. Okay. I think it is. E D. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. At Lincoln, and then what was the the email? Um, Candice C A N D I C E three A M at gmail dot com. At three A M. Yeah, some people would think it's no. Well, uh, this is kind of corny. I get up at three a.m. Yeah. to pray, but the three a.m. stands for the three angels' messages. Ah, that's I, I had a feeling because it was like <laughs> at three a.m. I was like, I wonder if she's gone with the angel theme. And I was thinking to myself, that's a three a.m. What what exactly? Yeah. Because I mean, I do um. While pastor, you call me a bishop. I, I'm not a bishop, but I'm yeah. a messenger. <laughs> Our messenger for God and the three angels' message is, you know, what you don't I'm have to be a, a ordained bishop to be a bishop. That's right. Well, you know what I mean. You know, I know I, I'm, I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I don't want to put now. This the bishop at Gmail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. You, you, you'll change that later down the road. That's that's something. For I was grace. Yes, <laughs> from my lips to God's ears, Definitely. as they say. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool oh, so candace so at lincoln candy. email candace three and also um is your gofundme page still up ah, is that still... josephine is he is he gofundme still available? yes the gofundme okay is still so there. we can find you for go to help oh, they, support, oh, you they with can your support her with her ministry okay let's yes that on and there. that's the gofundme page and it's um I mean, just candace andrews right you. yeah it's um hold on I guess I should have got this information before I said it. And what's uh, the information? Is it an called, email or just your name? It's called Candice Minister Live in London. It looks like this. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. And thank you for the people who, you know, donated so far. And of course, um, I tell people the more money pumped into it is the more stuff that could get done. Because things need money to go forward. And you all know about that. Oh, he never know about that. So he had to go find me again. Go find me, Candice, um, minister in London. Live in London. Okay. 
Yeah. Mayan. That's not. Mm, I oh. just sent you the link too. Mayan. Just put the link in later, babe. It's, it's be you know big. what? I can put it. I can put it when I edit the. Um... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can put it when you edit it. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. So there, yeah, we'll put the link at the bottom of mm -hmm. the um mm -hmm. YouTube and all the other pages once yeah. we um edit this. I appreciate that. beautiful wife edit, edits it. Girl, you welcome. She does that. It, it, it takes a lot to do what we do in the ministry, uh -huh. and uh, when people see that you're real about what you're doing, then most likely they are give. Yeah. We like when you say that give their song like this song give yeah come back to you hey that's right <laughs> it's the funny, you know the funny thing with ministry is like we would love people to give more because mm -hmm. we could do more but right. the real thing is that god always people always give at the weirdest times yeah when right. we least expect it mm -hmm. and like yeah. just out the blue like from two years ago we had somebody give give a donation it was like oh this is from like two years ago and i was like what two years ago what are you talking about like and you don't even realize, like it god just blesses in that way so mm -hmm. you know you can't complain it's just what it is but i'm i'm glad that god has um allowed us to have this platform to mm -hmm. to, to have people like you on yeah and to tell their testimony and and show people you know there's other people out there that love the lord just as much as they do mm -hmm. you're one of those people i must say you're one of those people that really loves the lord i um i love hearing you preach and speak mm -hmm. and just talk because you mm -hmm. always got like this. You you didn't do it today. I was hoping you was going to do it today. But normally, sometimes you get rolling. Yeah. And like the Lord just takes over you and you just start rolling and you just start talking and talking. I think, you know, it's more because what the conversation didn't lead that way. Yeah. But you get, you get that rolling. When you start rolling, you, that's what you, I mean. you mm -hmm. become fire, like just burning. Like, you know, you just. Yeah. So I'm, so yeah, just that, I'm so. glad you made that point. So, guys, if you have missed anything. Miss Candace Andrews have done. Please go back on YouTube and watch because I've been catching up. Got and, interest, and I've been like, yes, I like everything that you've been talking about has been reaching me. So, guys, please don't miss your blessing. Please go and get and the information for that on Adventist Radio London. You can yeah. go back on Adventist Radio London and, mm -hmm. and listen to you um speak for your end of series, end of day series, right? Mm -hmm. That you've been doing five to seven. Yes, so right. you could go on um. Facebook, Ray A. Patrick. That's right. You can go back and, um, and All the lives will be there and you could click and get right. that. That's yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, go to Facebook, folks, and look up Ray A. Patrick. Mm -hmm. And then you can go back and listen to all the different programs Definitely. that Candace Andrews has been doing for these past, um, for these past seven, well, not seven days. Yes, past seven days. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, great. Well, thank you again, Candace. Thank you so much thank for joining you. us, Candace. We, still, we hope to, um, yeah. So nice to meet you in person. <laughs> Quit rubbing it in. Oh gosh, she, you, you're gonna see. You were you would have met her by now. Yeah, yeah. but I will. So. No, I'm saying you're gonna by the end yeah. by the, oh, by yeah, the time by the this airs, you would have met her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just say now, I'm so happy to have met you. Yeah, I'm so happy to have met you then. Ah, watch it, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you both. God bless you, man. And please bless have you, a good night's sleep and get you some yes. rest. Thank you for coming on because you just got off the program and, and yeah. jumped over here. Jump right on to I us. Appreciate so we appreciate that that the commitment. Like, there you go, that commitment. We love that commitment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna let her go then. Yeah, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna just close up and then we'll let you go. Thank um, you. We'll get so some rest. Much. Thank oh, you. Oh, actually, we we never prayed. Oh, let's pray before we end it. We never right. prayed. Okay. I would like I like the way she prays. Could you pray for us, Candace? Oh, okay, sure, sure. Father right. in heaven, we thank you for your love that is endless. 
We thank you for your grace and your mercy that meets us each and every day. And I just pray, Lord God, that those who are listening to our conversation, Father, I pray that they would know that you love them and that you care for them. So, Father, do for us what no one else can. And I pray that this ministry will continue and be blessed, be with Tara and Pedro and their family. And Lord, just do your work through them and continue to keep them. So we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name of thanksgiving. Amen and amen. 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 I moved your mic. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> I didn't relax. I heard breathing, so I had moved it. So anyway, uh, <laughs> love you, Candice. Love you, Candice. God bless. God bless. God bless. Yes. Oh, guys, this has been a it's been blessing. a wonderful thing. Yes. This has been a total blessing. So, yeah, babe, so you want to tell them how they can. Yeah. So if they want to meet up or not meet up, but if you no. want to hear more about <laughs> Candace, you can go on, like she said, on Facebook, Ray Patrick, mm-hmm. and you can listen to all the end of series um, programs that they've been doing for the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on. If you want to link up with her, you can go on Candace Andrews at Lincoln and you can email at Candace3am at gmail.com, which that's is right. a three angels message. Candace3am. And that's Candace, that's C-A-N-D-I-C-E. <laughs> Thought I should mention that because some people may spell Candace differently. Yeah. So C-A-N-D-I-C-E, Candace. Mm-hmm. So Candace3am at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us on the God is Real and Well podcast. Mm-hmm. If, um, As we talked about, um, if you would like to donate to help us with our ministry. That's right. For us to do some things that we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to cash app and you can do pound, the pound sign for the UK is mm-hmm. the pound the, sign, the, the money, pound. the money pound mm-hmm. at God is the pounds, the money pound, right? God is land. That's right. And then you can go to PayPal and you can go at God is ministry. Mm-hmm. And for the USA cash app, you can do a dollar sign real and raw podcast that's right again we just want to say thank you so much for joining us we hope you'll have you can also contact us at the goddess ministry at gmail.com also forgot that thank you yeah, very don't, much don't forget that now don't forget that yeah <laughs> and like i said we just want to tell you thank you for joining us today this evening on the goddess real and well podcast you cut me off no no I oh, didn't. okay you oh, okay. i didn't cut you off i turned it down completely. yeah <laughs> yeah you like it loud um yeah that threw me off a little bit i apologize mm-hmm. My name is Pedro. My name is Tara. And this is the God is Real and Well podcast. Be blessed, guys. Peace. This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and War talk show. Do, do.